That's true. Yep. It's a cool. It's a cool squirrel. <laughs> it's so, a good squirrel. <laughs> it's a good squirrel. Why are you trying to put down the squirrel? It's a good squirrel. You like it in that? You got to get it. Oh, you almost get it. <laughs> Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike through Wikipedia. I am Sky. I'm Kyle. And I'm Tim. And I am hosting tonight, so what's going to happen is that Tim and Kyle are going to compete to get from one specific Wikipedia page that I came up with to another specific Wikipedia page that I came up with by only clicking within links. Within links? Clicking yeah. links within the pages. There I you mean, go. We are technically I almost clicking. Got perfectly. Yeah, we're, we're clicking within the links themselves, too. Like, we can't click off of the link. Right. I click the very outer edge of the link. <laughs> just the just the orbit. The white just space. In, yeah, the mm-hmm. orbit of the link. You don't mm-hmm. don't shoot till you see the whites of the of the links. Don't click till you see the finger. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the finger of fate. This is okay, so. this is we're taking this a weird way. Anyway, the pages tonight. Uh the first one, the, the your starting page is gonna be one man band. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel and like we were talking about this a while ago. Did we talk about one man bands recently? I don't think so. Okay. But yeah. that is wiki that's wiki slash one hyphen man underscore oh band. Gosh. Of course it is. Just so you know. <laughs> and the page you're getting to is Tim Allen. Just Tim Allen. Like like the guy. Going to Tim the, Allen, like the dude. From the TV the one, show. The one tool man band. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's an episode of the show. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Okay. I, you know what? I feel like there were enough seasons of that show. There's a good chance that at some point, someone was a one-man band. Yeah, probably. Probably Al. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was probably Al, and then he said, like, that's not a good idea, Tim. I don't think that's a good idea, and then Tim fell off a roof. And then <laughs> the camera did a slow zoom in on his face, and he was like, ah. Oh. And the girls were struggling with, with pressure to do drugs. And there <laughs> actually, was a fence. There was a fence man. I was going to say, actually, now that we're talking about it, I think there was an episode where that happened, and I think it was Wilson, and he and he had like the harmonica was in front of his face. Oh my! Oh, you're right. What? Yes. <laughs> yes, this is no. absolutely true. I remember this. Is this? Did, oh my gosh! I'm not. I wow. <laughs> well, this is going to be easy then. Oh yeah, it should be right, it's right on the screen. What, what would a one man band article be without home its Im- reference to home improvement? improvement. <laughs> Did you guys just ruin my game? I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, uh so to figure out who's gonna go first tonight, uh I want you to open up an IM just to me. So not okay. to each other. Okay. Okay. Hello. And I'm gonna give you guys <laughs> thirty seconds. Oh no. I want you to type at me um every movie and show <laughs> Tim <laughs> Allen has been on that you can think of cool sequel sequels count as separate things go wow. oh my gosh um 30 seconds ah uh, okay there was that one and then um <laughs> <laughs> maybe this one was there um oh yeah <laughs> i feel like there was at least this one too <laughs> this one too 
Well, I don't want to give you any ideas. Oh, no, I got the ideas. Don't worry. I'm not getting any of yours, Tim. Oh, because I'm typing them all in like a list. Oh, oh, he's trying to be... He. Oh, jeez. You're making my life hard. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Ten seconds. Ah! Oh, Ten. Nine. Ah. Eight. (laughs) Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. There. One. (laughs) I feel like I just wrote my magnum opus. All right. I'm just making things up at this point. I have All no right, idea. now I got to tell he's up. Let's see. Uh, I'll just go through Tim's list first. His, his, looks, his he's just the right exhaustive. one. <laughs> Tim's the right Toy one. Story, Story Stories 2, Toy Story oh, 3, right. Galaxy Quest, Home Improvement, Last wow. Man Standing, The Santa Claus, The Santa Claus 2, The Santa Claus 3, Christmas with the Cranks. Whoop. What was uh, that? <laughs> apparently the phone is a fan of Christmas with the Cranks. Yep. It's like, yeah. Uh, the Shaggy Dog, Jungle to Jungle. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Tim, what? 9, 10, 11, 12, I, I, 13. I was kind of a Tim Allen fan growing up, Kyle. Is that Kyle, so? I, Kyle I got mean, Home no, Improvement, The Santa Claus, Santa Claus You don't two. even need to read these. The Santa Claus 3, The Reckoning. <laughs> Air <laughs> Buddies, Snow Dogs, Tools and Dogs. <laughs> I'm just great. making them up at this point. I so have you no had idea. like four? Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> Generously, four. Well, it was a good try. I uh, don't know things about Tim Allen. <laughs> so Kyle gets to go first. Yay. What? Yay. Yep. It was whoever uh, had fewer? Yeah. This is the best. Because, like, they need the most help. Oh, oh. I, I do need the most help. Oh, that was yeah. amazing. I concede. <laughs> Tim, how did, did, did you just know all that off the top of your head? Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> we live in Michigan now. This we live in Michigan, yeah. Oh whenever whenever there's a pure Michigan ad, we hear the sultry voice of Tim Allen. Oh, the dulcet tones <laughs> um, imploring us to go visit uh, someplace up north where there's pretty lakes. Where there are pretty lakes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. We're just stay in Grand Rapids and drink beer because that's, I mean, that's what Grand Rapids has. Yeah, that sounds like more fun. We've got beer and art. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're at One Man Band. Oh, man. All right. Check so it out. One Man Band or, oh, I like how progressive this is. One Man Band or a One Woman Band yeah. is a musician who plays a number of instruments simultaneously using their hands, feet, feets, yep, feet yep. limbs, and various mechanical and or electronic contraptions. One Person Bands. I think you could just get away with saying one person if you really wanted to. Yeah. Uh, musicians all, also often sing while they perform, which that's insane. The simplest, oh, oh, they broke this down, type of one-person band. A singer accompanying herself on an acoustic guitar and playing a harmonica mounted on a metal harp rack below the mouth is often used by buskers and folk music singer-guitarists. Okay. Oh, my gosh. You can also have it, like, strapped around. Oh, you can have, like, wings and instruments strapped around your neck. Yeah. Yeah. See, okay, when I think of... A one-man band. I do think of basically the guy with. Actually, I don't think of a guitarist at all. I think of a an accordion in the front. Oh yes, mm-hmm. and man. and a bass drum strapped to their back. Yep. Um. Yeah, I don't think of. I don't. Wow, they don't even have an accordion listed here. This is not a fully. I need to te- flag this page. Yeah, there is. I mean, they Incom- do have a picture of a dude playing the accordion, but incomplete. Yeah, they article. don't ma- mention it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think that uh, a one-man band, the more instruments that they have that they need to play mm-hmm. is like a form of self-punishment. 
<laughs> like they're trying to atone for some kind of sin. And the more instruments that they're playing for, like the worse they are. It's like a scarlet letter sort of thing. Yeah. Nice, kind of nice. like a pilgrimage that they're going on. Because mm-hmm. they almost, they always almost, they always uh, seem to seem the most homeless as well. Like the more, <laughs> the more yeah. instruments they have on their back. They they're have. on pilgrimage. You yeah. know it's bad if they're playing like the spoons between their knees too. So <laughs> yeah, that's so rough. It's bad. Uh, this guy down here. I mean, yeah, the first one here is just a weird dude dressed up in a Victorian jester uniform. Like, it's yeah, weird. from eighteen sixty-five. Yeah, pretty okay. So not Victorian, but still weird. Yeah. And then uh, they have it, down at the bottom of the page, they have a guy named Vic Ellis of Sussex, which I would like to point out seems to have. I think those are like cymbals or tambourines or something, some kind of percussion instrument or something on his knees. Yeah, like see, little... he's, he's done bad things. Oh, man, that's weird. I I don't know what to do with any of that. All right, so. Oh, There's one guy with a, with a banjo and like an entire bass drum on his back. Oh, he looks happy. He, he looks does look happy. About this. He's yeah. himself. Oh, well, they're talking about, okay, so in the 2000s, as digital looping pedals became widely available, performers have been able to use a mixture of previously recorded music, delay effects, and looping devices in live performances, whoa, of everything from beatboxing to classical violin, and in the best cases, beatboxing violins. Oh, man. Um, Can you imagine that? Uh, We actually, this is a weird thing that happened. Uh, We actually went out a couple nights ago. And at the coffee place that we usually go to, there was a guy who uh, who was playing a hurdy gurdy. <laughs> uh, what yeah. what is a hurdy gurdy again? So it looks kind of like a a a really oh. tricked out violin or a cello, kind of a very a really weird, or either a very small cello or a huge violin that's got gears attached to it. Oh. And I still don't exactly know how it makes the music. <laughs> so a, a, a steampunk violin. That's exactly what it looks like. Yes. Okay. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> and uh, so this guy was playing the hurdy gurdy, and he was using a delay pedal to like loop it in oh, on yeah. itself. So it was like, uh, it was it was very layered. Uh, I mean, interesting music. It sounded like the. It sounded like a very intense warming up of an orchestra. <laughs> like Raves an orchestra. Kyle. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> Raves Kyle of, of uh, We Should Know Better. Two stars. It sounded like the part of an official performance that isn't the performance. The performance. <laughs> yes. Uh, but if you want to look him up, you can. Uh, you can check him out on YouTube. Uh, the guy's name, I'm not kidding about this. He had business cards with this printed on it. Uh, it is the Herd Girdler. Oh, so, man. <laughs> so if that's a thing that you want to look up. <laughs> Sounds like a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Real All right. The Herd Girdler case. <laughs> I actually New- saw something similar. I went to see the Mountain Goats and they had a, I can't remember what his name was, but he, he was just an acoustic guitar player opening and he was looping his stuff. And somehow he got off in one of the songs. Oh, no. And it was real awkward. 
because he was trying to fix it kind of on the fly. Yeah. And you while can't. still playing. And it was, yeah. it just started doing that horrible like feedback sort of thing where oh. it's just like, <laughs> and like at the same time, he was kind of trying to get into it and make it seem like that was part of the deal. And I'm like, I don't know if this is part of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> it was real awkward. This is not part of the social contract. <laughs> right. All right. Well, we didn't actually talk about one band bands except for that first paragraph, but I think you I mean, got it. That's all it's, you need to know. It's pretty <laughs> much what they are. I just really wanted to bring you here for the pictures. The pictures are pretty great. I mean, the first one is that guy in the weird uniform. And then in the second one here, uh, it says a one man band busking in Calgary, Alberta. But he looks like he's all right. The 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 like vest slash hat slash everything else or not vest but like bowling shirt combo i guess that he's got on makes me think of what you see at cedar point like these are the guys who wander around uh like amusement parks doing their own shows um like it's like almost an official uniform or costume but not quite then they do actually have some guys who look like they are homeless yes okay wait i gotta read this here okay um it's just an excerpt. What is it? What is it from? It doesn't even list it. Let me see the citation. Joe Barrick's one man band is okay. what this is from. Oh, which is an amazing page from like 1993 on the Internet. Oh, good. Um, quoted here on Wikipedia. The one-man band exists in all its uniqueness and independence as a most exclusive yet persistent musical tradition. That's wonderful. As a category of, of musicianship, it transcends cultural and geographic boundaries, spans stylistic limits, and defies conventional notions of technique and instrumentation. Defined simply as a single <laughs> musician playing more than one instrument at the same time, it is an ensemble limited only by the mechanical capabilities and imaginative inventiveness of its creator. Wow. And despite and the number of limbs, I would say, and despite its generally accepted <laughs> status as an isolated novelty, it is a phenomenon that with some identifiable historical continuity. Oh my gosh. That that's, is amazing. Yeah, that's the faintest praise possible. That I mean, that whole quote basically says, "Yeah, we don't might... recognize this as actual music, but it's pretty interesting." Yeah, <laughs> these are noises. <laughs> <laughs> pretty unique. We've been making noises for a long time. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a. What oh a, man. What are you doing here? Do you think? I I really want to go through something that's like. Yeah, I, I'm thinking like I want to go to like something related to home improvement but sure i don't know if it's gonna get me there oh okay so let's say oh oh you know what folk music is up top i have a long shot idea i'm gonna try that out let's i'm gonna click folk, folk music. music yeah I'm gonna oh, try i that think out. i know what you're doing because trying to get the home improvement and going to folk music okay yeah because you know. because folk music people build houses no well they use the same instruments yeah, well, exactly. Oh. Tools, tool instruments. Yeah, Instrument exactly. Tools. Okay. <clears throat> what about you? Uh, so it says uh, the term one man band is also colloquially used to describe a performer who plays every instrument on a recorded <clears throat> song one at a time and then mixes them together in a multi track studio. Uh, and then it lists some people who do that, including Stevie Wonder, Lenny Kravitz, Paul McCartney, John Fogarty. Uh, and the person I'm going to just out of um, reverence, I'm going to go to Prince. Oh. Uh, and yeah, he is also a guy who's like connected to everything. So 
I'm kind of just hoping something will uh, become connected here. I mean, the chances are pretty good. I would hope so. All right. Let's okay. check out folk music for a while. Wow, uh, there's a lot on this page. This I did not page. think, yeah, this is not what I thought it was going to be, but maybe we can make something out of it. Folk music includes both traditional music and the genre that involved that evolved from it during the 20th century folk revival. The term originated in the 19th century, but it's often applied to music that is older than that. That's just a sentence here. Like, <laughs> this, this term started here, but, you know, we apply it to other things, too, so... Maybe it's not that useful of a term if it's applied to things that aren't it. I don't know. Um, some some types of folk music are often also called world music. Um, traditional folk music has been defined in several ways as music transmitted orally or as music with unknown composers. So just like music that happened, not like, say, Happy Birthday, which has been copyrighted. And, you know, that's, you know, we, we have that nailed down, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah, this is interesting. Um, I like that again at the start of the uh, start of the uh, part here that defines it. A consistent definition of traditional folk music is elusive. Of course. Uh, <laughs> the I other thing that we should mention here is it's not just like American folk music. Like right. this is like folk music in general. So it's the folk music of basically every nationality yeah yeah which exactly is going to so. mean a different thing like it's going to be a different type of music yeah each time which is it's kind of insane well and and they do actually have sections in here uh for and i i appreciate that they say yeah there's a section here for north america uh which i mean when i think of folk music that's where i go because that's you know that's where i'm from that's where my right. stuff's at and but they also have sections here for Africa, Asia, the folk music of China, which I'm sure is fascinating. Right. Because um, it's not more. It's not like a. It's not like a style. Or even no. like a genre, really. It's more like a category. Just, yeah, like, exactly. Like this is this is the, the the folk music of this place. Oh, this is so cool! They also have the traditional folk music of Sri Lanka mentioned here. Um, they mention uh, the how the music has influenced classical music or Indian classical music. And then also here, uh, da, 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 the traditional drama, music, and songs are typically Sri Lankan. The um, temp temple paintings and carvings used birds, elephants, wild animals, flowers, and trees. And the traditional 18 dances display the dancing of birds and animals. For exa example, and I'm... I, I'm going to try not to butcher these, but I apologize if I do. <clears throat> the Mayura Wanama would be the dance of the peacock. The Hanuma Wanama is the dance of the monkey. And the Gaigaja, I think, Wanama is the dance of the elephant. I just like that there are three songs named after dances of particular animals. <laughs> um, anyway. Found something else that's cute. just want to say this real quick. Go um, under tune, it says in folk music, a tune is a short instrumental piece, a melody, often with repeating sections and usually played a number of times. A collection of tunes with structural similarities is known as a tune family. What? Just a, little, just a little family of tunes. That's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, no. And uh, if you do that together, that becomes a medley or a set, which I guess is maybe yeah. where we get that. Yeah. Although that is not cited or even linked. It. I like that there's... It's also not adorable. 
<clears throat> well, yes, of course. No, I like a Toon family. I think that's that's I think that's very cute. But um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, there seems to be some debate about how it starts and whether it was basically something that came up while you were doing work or while you were doing religious activities and whether or not it was taught. Let's see. Some believe that folk music originated as art music that was changed and probably debased by oral transmission. Oh, interesting. So there's some debate as to whether or not you actually taught the songs or someone created it as something meant to be art and people were just, you know, they remembered that one song and they were, they've were they been singing the wrong words for a really long time. And that just right. became what the song is. <clears throat> I guess it could be, yeah, kind of a mix of those. That's interesting. Crazy. Um. Anyway, where do you, you think you're going to go? All right. So in that same uh, speaking of where the songs are sung, they have in here manual labor uh, okay. as a place where you start. So that's the closest I can get. And that's where I'm clicking. <laughs> manual labor. All right. Great. Fun stuff. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> All right. Prince. You're the one who brought us here. That's true. <laughs> so. Under Prince's discography, he has 39 albums. Okay. Which is a in- huge amount of albums uh, from 1978 to 2015. Uh, he also wrote <clears throat> under various names for other various artists. Uh, so you might know that he had a lot of different names over the years as performer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also was known as, you know, the artist formerly known as Prince, mm. the artist the what is known as the love symbol just Whoa, that wait is that the name of it it's called um it's officially named love symbol number two. Oh, that's great i didn't yep. know that and camille whoa i don't know where that came from but uh, as a songwriter um this kind of interests me because as someone who likes sort of video game hi- history a lot of the early games uh the people who made the game, the developers and the the composers and such would use fake names because I guess there was a fear of other studios like stealing them or something of finding out who these people were and like luring them away. Right. So they would use fake names. So the names that he used as a songwriter, and I don't know exactly why he did this, but uh, he had Jamie Starr, Joey Coco, Tora Tora, Alexander Nevermind. What? And Christopher Tracy. Whoa, whoa, oh, okay, so the the last two are actual names, then. That's really weird? Well, Christopher Tracy is one name. Oh, right. It's one name that is two names. I stand corrected. Yep. So, um, as as we know, Prince uh, recently passed away. Mm. And it, it did, it kind of wonder, who on Wikipedia, who are the people who go into an article after someone has passed away and change all of the like <laughs> is to was. To was. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a good I, point. It almost feels like something that might be like a documentary worthy kind of thing. Like the person it, who there has to be some kind of yeah. importance or it, it might feel like a vigil or something, don't you think? Oh man. That kind yeah. of would. I think like so. how do you feel when you're doing this if you were like a fan of the of the yeah. person, you know? I wonder if it's like a mo- like a moderator that's like designated like that's like, their, that's he's been with the too. prince page for like the last 10 years or something but of course prince's page on wikipedia is enormous yeah he had a huge a lot career of information yeah, yeah um, good luck with that 
I'd like so to see I'm it like beforehand, to... like before he died and after. Like I wonder if they. Oh yeah, the talk page has got to be nuts. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am focusing on just what was added about his remembrances. Um, so okay. numerous mu- musicians and cultural figures reached, reached, reacted to Prince's death, including President Barack Obama. The United States Senate passed a resolution praising his achievements as musician, composer, innovator, and cultural icon. Which, whenever you can get the Senate to do something, that's a good thing. Um, cities across <laughs> the U.S. held tributes and vigils, uh, lit buildings, bridges, and other venues in purple. Uh, let see here. MTV interrupted its programming to air a marathon of Prince music videos and Purple Rain. So when you get MTV to play music again... I was going to say, it's for the first time in, in years. Yep. Uh, AMC <laughs> Theaters and Carmike Cinema screened Purple Rain in their theaters. Saturday Night Live aired an episode in his honor titled Good Night, Sweet Prince, Aww. featuring his performances from the show. Uh, Nielsen Music reported an initial sales spike of 42,000% of Prince albums. Wow. Uh, they sold 4.41 million albums and songs from April 21st to 28th, yep. with five albums simultaneously in the top 10 of the Billboard 200, a first in the chart's history. So That's, an, uh, that's insane, yes. Yep. Um... Let's see here. Prince was known for the strong female presence in his bands and his support for women in the music industry throughout his career. Mm. Slate said he worked with, quote, an astounding range of female stars and, quote, promised a world where men and women looked and acted like each other. Um, I like it. Yep. The whole um, reason he changed his symbol or name to a symbol originally yeah. Was he was in disputes with his record company at the time, which was, I think, Columbia. I lost the page. Oh, Warner Brothers, sorry. So he changed his name to just that symbol, which um, involved sending a bunch of floppy disks out to publications with that wow. symbol in it so they could put it in the newspaper. That's great. Uh, and then he just sort of fired off a bunch of albums to get through his contract with warner brothers to get out he released five records between 1994 and 1996 to get out of his contract with them wow yep (laughs) that's crazy he's done and he's he's the kind of person who could have just done that just being like okay bam 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 here's a bunch of albums right he uh he is the kind of person yeah exactly that like i i remember just recent just after he died like he is, I guess, you know, like known for these things that he's done to get out of these contracts. Mm-hmm. And I remember reading a tweet that, um, you know, right after he died that basically said that, you know, <clears throat> this would not be the weirdest thing he's ever done to get mm-hmm. out of a contract if he, you know, if this is what's going on. <laughs> so, yeah. Makes sense. So what was Prince's real first name? Oh, no. Oh, dang it. I know this. I, I already saw it on the page, so. Oh. No. Oh, I can't think of it right now. Is it, it's, is it like Reese or something like that? No, it is actually Prince. Oh. That is well, his birth name. What's the full name? Prince Rogers Nelson. Rogers. Oh, mm. mm-hmm. dang it. And his father said he named him Prince because he wanted him to be able to do whatever he wanted. And boy, did he. Yeah. And boy, did he. Yep. <laughs> okay. That's great. So. Uh, in his career, he once performed on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. 
And a bunch of people have appeared on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. I'm hoping hmm. Tim Allen might be mentioned as one of them for some reason. Okay. Well, that'll get you close to celebrities. And Jay Leno <laughs> is also a comedian, which... That's true, too. Tim Allen is also a comedian, so hopefully I can get that link, too, going. Fantastic. I mean, right. I feel like people would argue... You might find people to argue with you on all of those fronts, but oh, yes. Man. All right. I, because That's this is now the this podcast is for, Kyle. I agree. Uh, also, what it's not for is talking about manual labor because, wow, this page is loaded. Uh, oh, yeah? <laughs> lots of people apparently came to this page to have strong feelings about the play, or the definition and or, uh, you know, the, the, the meaning of manual labor in our, in our world today. Um, so, and, and they're, they're learned people, which I know because in no, in no particular order, uh, I found uh, someone using the phrase uh, de jour as, or, or de jour, I guess, and, and uh, de facto. And, and those are not things that people use in normal everyday uh, t- uh, speaking. And then also one linked at the mid- in the middle of the article here, uh, someone, uh, but, but uh, let's see, the phrase is, Leading to dubious exaggerations such as the notion that anyone who worked physically could by, could be identified by that very fact as being unintelligent or unskilled, or that any task requiring physical work must, by that fact, be simplistic and not worthy of analysis. Uh, or Yeesh. being done. Yeah, so it's that for the entire page, just so cool. you know. <laughs> uh, however, uh, the linked part in that sentence, you want to guess what phrase is linked in that sentence? What? By that very fact, someone linked ipso facto, like okay. that, that links to the phrase ipso facto, like someone was reading this and thought, you know what, what this should be linked to. So, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the level of editing that we could, that I can say is on this page. Dang. Yeah. Uh, so Hardcore. basically manual labor is manual work uh, or manual work is physical work done by people. Most especially in contrast to that done by machines and to that done by working animals. Those are the, those are the outlines that this gives. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. But then, they, then it very quickly detours into what that means. Right. <laughs> the politics of that. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, the second paragraph of this page includes... <laughs> For most of human history, prehistory and history, manual labor and his close cousin, animal labor. There his we go. close cousin? <laughs> yep, there we go. His close cousin? What? Yep. Well, the... Uh, you, know, you know what's like man labor, animal labor? You know, it's like that. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time here, if that's cool with you guys. Because uh, that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> um, let's see. Ah, oh, man, I really was hoping that I'd be able to get something that takes me to... Oh, huh. Well, <laughs> in its healthier forms, uh, manual labor recognizes the dignity and intelligence of blue-collar workers. That is, those workers as a group have just as much potential for dignity and intelligence, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Blue-collar workers is linked. Uh, that feels like... I was really hoping to get like construction or something on this page. Oh man, silver spooned is linked too. Oh, I know wow. that's not it's not going to get me anywhere, but I like it. Um, so as to not read any more of someone someone's thesis, I'm going to click on blue collar workers. 
All right. That's where I'm going to try to find another thing that's linked to home improvement. I'm trying so hard, you guys. Yep. I think you're going to find uh, micro oh, before you find Tim Allen. But this is terrible. Yeah, go on. All right, the Tonight thing. Show with Jay Leno. Woo! Yep, Tonight Show with Jay Leno was history. a show that used to air on at nighttime <laughs> with Jay Leno, who you either loved him or hated him. Right. And... Did you guys did you guys know he collects cars? Oh yes. Does he? Oh. Is that a thing that people talk about on the internet really? sometimes? Yeah. Wow. Oh, you didn't know? Oh hmm. man. It's, yeah, he it's has like a he's, huge car collection. Like he's wow. a well-rounded person mm-hmm. with interests just like the rest of us. Sorry. <laughs> That's not <nuts>. sorry. <laughs> See, you might remember the whole ordeal when, you know, he said he was leaving and then Conan O'Brien got his oh, time man. slot and then NBC wasn't so enthused with the initial ratings yeah. which they thought Kona would just hop right out of the gate with great ratings and he didn't and then they put Jay Leno on a 10 with his own little show at 10 yeah, and then man. they're like no nope, we're just gonna we're just gonna kick Conan off and put Leno back on yeah and I, I did feel kind of bad for both Conan and Leno for that because I don't think, you know, people yeah. blamed Leno for it. And it's kind of like, yeah, not can't really, really. They're very different comedians. Right. Oh, absolutely. Different demographics. Like, it made sense that mm-hmm. things would dip after that. And I think Conan has really started to find his audience on on his new show, like uh, the TBS show that he has. Yeah. His best part's uh, when he, like, plays video games. That's yeah. pretty. It's Just pretty as part. a person who's, like, not familiar with video games at all. Right. And it's wonderful. Um, oh, yeah. Jay Leno. <laughs> uh, let's see. Some notable Jay, the Tonight Show with Jay Leno episodes. Um, one of the most famous, uh, July 10th, 1995, is Hugh Grant. Oh, I, on the wait. talk show. Do you remember <laughs> why he did this? The most famous? Uh, uh, no. Uh, he did it. He was. This was his first public appearance after his monumentally publicized rest on lewd conduct charges the previous month. Oh, good. <laughs> um, when he was found with like a prostitute, I think. Sure. Uh, this was the first time uh, an episode of The Night Show beat an episode of David Letterman's show. This was the way that the Jay Leno oh, wow. show started to rise in popularity. Okay. Um, huh. do, 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 in September 2000, with California in an energy crisis that forced power outages... Leno did an episode in the dark using only candles and flashlights. I don't remember that, but I love <laughs> the it. The Tonight Show Unplugged. The Tonight Show Unplugged. Uh, on May 12, 2003, Leno and Katie Couric swapped places as a publicity stunt. So wow. Leno anchored the Today Show and Couric go- hosted the Tonight Show. Did he still do like a like a opening monologue? I guess so, yeah. Wow. Or she did. Oh, yeah, I guess she would have. She would have. Oh, no, she had to read those jokes. Uh, oh, and here's the other thing: is the guests on that show were Mike Myers and Simon Cowell. Wow, they did not give her an easy one. No, I, I bet it was Jay that was like, "Hey, Katie, you want to switch? Wouldn't that be a great publicity stunt this week?" Yeah, <laughs> I'll talk to these losers. Aw, uh, Austin Powers for Anna Manacucci. All right, Katie Couric hosts the Tonight Show. Yeah. Uh, one of Mark- two. Uh, March 19th, 2009, Barack Obama appeared on the show, marking the first time a sitting president of the United States appeared on a late night talk show. 
Yep. Wow. Yep. Let's see. On November 18th, 2010, former President George W. Bush made his first appearance on a late night show since leaving office. Wow. And then here we go. February 6th, 2014, his last show featured several pre-taped well wishes and humorous advice from a variety of celebrities ranging from Steve Carell to President Barack Obama, who offered Leno an ambassadorship to Antarctica. (laughs) Appearing as Leno's final guests were Billy Crystal. Uh, Leno's first guest in 1992, and Garth Brooks. Crystal Crystal surprised Leno by leading an onstage sing-along of So Long, Farewell from the Sound of Music. Oh, I remember this. (laughs) With lyrics for the occasion performed by special guests Jack Black, Kim Kardashian, Chris Paul, Sheryl Crow, Jim Parsons, Carol Burnett, and Oprah Winfrey. Wow. Yep. Veritable who's who of that year. uh, I'm actually going to use one of these people then. (laughs) <laughs> Use them. Uh, I am going to go to Jack Black. Really? Okay. Yes. Instead of Billy Crystal. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. I will. I don't actually, know though. Billy Crystal's time was kind of over before. But no. but there's a connection. Yeah, I'm actually. Gonna, oh, have we done wait. Billy Crystal before? No, no, but I think you're right. Oh, man. I think we have. <laughs> I'm going to Jack Black because I actually think I can go through either one oh, with okay. my with my plan. Tim, are you like doing a victory lap on me already? No, no, <laughs> no. I think I think this should be uh, pretty easy then. No, because I'm actually I'm actually have a, a similar route. I mean, like a projected route with both of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to go through. Do you have a whiteboard now. in your room right now? <laughs> he's what? got. Uh, yes, he's got, like, I got a the whiteboard. Board. I got. Got Billy got, Crystal's picture and Jack Black, and then some strings. Tim Allen in the middle. <laughs> Tim Allen in the middle, and just written in big red marker is Aru. Aru. <laughs> <laughs> question mark. Question mark. Question mark. The Tim Allen singularity. <laughs> yes. All right. Um. No, because I think we've talked about Billy Crystal before, so I, I want to go to Jack Black. Ha- I don't think we've been to his page. We might have. Oh, okay. we might have talked about his love of baseball. Oh, oh, yeah, maybe. I think that's, I feel like that's what it was. That's probably why I don't remember it. Either way, it's still going to Jack Black, because <laughs> he's got a great picture. All right, okay. That's a um, thing, sure. Blue-collar worker. Yeah, blue-collar workers. So I'm, I'm, I'm squarely in the, middle, in the thick of this now. Yeah. Uh, I should not have come this route. This was a terrible idea. Uh, but, yeah, so this page is only about 10 paragraphs long total. Uh, in English-speaking countries, specifically, a blue-collar worker is a working-class person who performs manual labor. Blue-collar work may involve skilled or unskilled manufacturing, mining, sanitation, custodial work, oil field work, construction, mechanical maintenance, warehousing, firefighting, technical installation, and many other types of physical work. All right. Out of that list, firefighting seems like more than... Like, that's not... It, I, that's I a guess, little weird. Yeah, I don't like that pick. That sounds like something... I don't know. Anyway, uh, they do actually mention on here uh, white-collar work in contrast uh, for people in offices. And then they mention another one that I don't often hear. Uh, third type of work is service workers um, who uh, – can you guess – I mean, Tim, since Sky's already looked at the page. Yep. Have you heard this phrase before for uh, like a service worker? Uh, do you know what color they use? For a service worker? Yeah. Yeah, like service or entertainment. Or, so yes. it's so of course it's not blue collar it's not white collar correct right. um it is another color uh service and entertainment P- 
pink collar. You are right. Yeah, yes. I, nice job. I, I get the yeah. wedge. <laughs> Good job. I don't know what color wedge that's supposed to be, but yes, you do get. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this, uh, they do mention here that blue collar work is often paid uh, hourly wage labor, although some professionals may be paid by the project or salaried. And there's a lot more here. And they actually talk about the, all right. <clears throat> Industrial or manual workers often wear durable canvas or cotton clothing that may be soiled during the course of their work. Navy and light blue colors conceal potential dirt or grease on the worker's clothing, helping him or her to appear cleaner. For the same reason, blue is a popular color for boiler suits, which protect a worker's clothing. So blue collar. Gotcha. I'm, I'm glad they, you know. Spell it out for you there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the term blue collar, which I did not know that was this new actually, but the term blue collar was first used in reference to trade jobs or trades jobs in 1924. Wow. That's the earliest reference that, or written reference or printed reference, old. I guess. I, I, I would argue that that's a lot newer than, than I would guess that term. I mean, oh. although blue collars in general probably were harder to come by before that point. Man, maybe they weren't used as the working clothes at that point. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But what I do know oh, no. is that the Blue Collar Comedy Tour isn't on this page, and I am both surprised and I, sad yeah. and deeply appreciative. Aw. I'm also sad that it's not on here, but I thought, I really thought that there might be other Blue Collar comedians because that is what he bills himself as. <laughs> Yeah, I see something oh. else here though that you that you could use. I you got an idea of what you're going where you're going? Well, I mean, my original idea was just to click construction, but let's ah uh, look through this and see. Oh, okay. Look with your special eyes. My whoa, whoa. My brand. I don't know about this. <laughs> I'm I'm weirded out by all of these choices. Um. All right. Well, they have they have the Rust Belt here. Is that what you are talking about? Midwest. Maybe. Midwest, Western New York, Western Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, did you just find something very funny? Or? Yes. Western <laughs> Pennsylvania. Oh, it's funny. Good old Western Pennsylvania. No, I, I think I know what Sky is going for. I also uh, left some cities there. Yes. I, oh, wait. He is in Michigan. Right. <laughs> there we go. Detroit, Michigan. We oh, wait, I thought we couldn't click cities. You can click cities. You can't click... Uh, oh, countries. Right. Countries, yeah. So I'm going to Detroit, you guys. We went to Detroit last time. Did we? No. Yeah, I, we did proper. for the um the powerboat races. Didn't we go to the powerboat races? Like Specifically. Yeah. We, we didn't races. specifically go to Detroit, yeah. No. I mean, we, we talked about Detroit. That's no, true. I'm going specifically. Well, it's a beautiful city. Place. I mean, it deserves to be talked about all the time. Yes. Yeah. Well, I had forgotten that immediately that you guys had told me about him coming from there. <laughs> and so now I have clicked it. <laughs> thank you. Well, we'll see if you want to thank me. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's... get to your page. That's fair. Go All on. Right. Jack Black. There he is. Oh, looking boy. Cool. Jack Black. Do they just uh, have a picture of that panda instead of Jack Black? That's just who he is now? <laughs> he is now a panda. That's not him voice acting. No, he that's is a panda. <laughs> He got That's what he's become. He got genetically engineered into a panda. I would believe he would do that. I'm very excited to hear about how Jack Black became Jack Black. Is there, there's a story? I'm just saying he's he's a pretty like unique dude. 
So tell it's me. Um, so how did one become such a man as Jack Black? So check this out. He was he was born in 1969, Santa Monica, son of two satellite engineers. Oh, okay. Whoa, whoa. Judith Love, who worked on the Hubble Space Telescope and is also a writer, and Thomas William Black. All right, hold on. What was the first name? Okay. Judith Love, Judith Love or Ni Cohen. That's amazing. Sorry, Born Into it, Money. That's a great name. I'm just putting that or, out there. Or Born Into Space. Ooh, yeah. which is more accurate, honestly. <laughs> so what if what if they were just doing satellite stuff and like she just suddenly became pregnant <laughs> and they just pass it off as like their child? <laughs> what if he came from the stars, guys? I mean, it's not unheard of. <laughs> it makes sense. It explains a lot. Uh, so, what do you mean it's not unheard of? No, I mean, <laughs> well, that's mean that satellite children are not unheard of. That's the wrong phrase. I meant, I meant it would explain a lot for him. <laughs> uh, so he started off doing a lot of little um, appearances and stuff. Uh, one of his first uh, appearances was in the commercial for the Activision game Pitfall in 1982. What? Yeah, he was a commercial kid. And then he started appearing on TV, uh, playing role, small roles on shows like Life Goes On, Northern Exposure, Picket Fences, The Golden Palace, which is the spinoff from Golden Girls that didn't last long, That's and The X-Files, another connection to space, Wow! potentially. <laughs> um, later, he had small roles in movies such as Airborne, Demolition Man, Waterworld, the Cable Guy, Mars Attacks, Dead Man Walking. I mean, he's he's done a lot of stuff yeah, wow. that you don't initially, you know, immediately think of him doing. Uh, <laughs> oh, I just want to say this. Uh, one of his films was The Big Year, a competitive birdwatching comedy. Oh, I saw that movie. Co-starring yeah. Owen Wilson, Steve Martin, and Joe Beth Williams. I just love the fact that someone at some time pitched a competitive bird watching comedy. That was a pretty okay movie. It, it was, was, it, was yeah, not, it was okay. Yeah, it was That's not what terrible. I said pretty okay. Yeah, pretty okay. These are pretty noises. Okay. <laughs> he says we should know better. These are noises. <laughs> um, Watch voice men acting. make noises. They listen to bird noises. <laughs> so, of course, in addition to Kung Fu Panda, which I guess what spoiler is where I'm going. Oh, good. No. He voiced Darth Vader and Bad Lip Reading. Oh, my gosh. Of Star oh, Wars. my gosh. That was fun. Uh, I... He recently played uh, a version of real life author R.L. Stein for Goosebumps, which I have not seen, but I heard wasn't that bad. Candace watched it. <laughs> um, it's okay. I think but so he also okay. provided the voices of two <laughs> of the creations of that. of that Slappy the Dummy and the Invisible Boy. Wow. Uh, of course, uh, I'm going to Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> because why wouldn't we? Okay. One, now because, wait. you know, there's a connection. There's got to be. It's got to be on here. Are I you? Mean, why are you going to Kung Fu Panda? Because. When you could go. Oh. You could be going to Shallow Hell. <laughs> now hear me out. Shallow Hell. No, stop. <laughs> is about a shallow person. Yeah. <laughs> with a, like about women or something, right? Oh, mm-hmm. good, good. I'm glad you've seen this What's movie. What's another movie that is like that? Remember that one where Tim Allen can hear the thoughts of women because he's a shallow dude and, like, God wants him not to be shallow? That was like Tim Morgan Allen? Morgan Freeman's there? And 
No, what? nope. That was the other guy. That was Mel Gibson, wasn't it? That was it? Mel Gibson. Yes. <laughs> You're thinking of what women want. Yes, I am. Wow, that was amazing. No, nope. and that's Mel. And Morgan Gibson. Freeman is there in every movie as God. In fairness, he's not. He's in all of the movies. Yes, it's Even it's an unwritten credit in. in every movie. <laughs> Morgan Freeman as God, <laughs> whether he has a speaking role or not. Yeah, and in the movies that he's actually in otherwise. Okay, I guess you're going to go to Kung Fu Panda. I don't yeah. understand yeah, why. Yeah, because I like pandas. I mean, oh my god, we're going to be here forever. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a really easy one, because it's like one man band is like performer, Tim Allen's performer. You guys are going to get there in like two. But I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> are, are we? Instead, we're stuck in Detroit and Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, because uh, there's not a whole lot on this page for me to use that isn't well, all right, let's let me just rattle off a couple of the tags on this page. Let's talk about income and, and employment, race and ethnicity. Let's talk about uh let let's say the uh, crime statistics. Me. Let's talk and, about <laughs> I mean there's a lot of things on here that I really don't want to talk about about Detroit. Welcome to Detroit, which is <laughs> Which is the most populous city in this U.S. state of Michigan. We're getting better. The fourth largest, that's the tagline currently. Fourth largest city in the Midwest and the largest city in, on the United States-Canada border. That's the that's what I can say without getting into other weird stuff. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the, I mean, we could talk about Rick Snyder, which I don't really want to mention him right now either. It's not a good time to be Rick Snyder. Um, let's see. Well, uh, I can say that the city was named by a French colonist re- referring to the Detroit River. Oh, which, great. Yeah. Very creative. Le Detroit du Lake Erie. Oh, oh, it's the straight. Yeah, yeah. Meaning the Strait of Lake Erie. Okay. So it's the, they're not even, uh, they weren't even naming it after like the lakes. The no. biggest part of that whole, like you have a lake splitting up that state and they're like, no, let's leave it, name it after the river. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Hmm. It's tough. <laughs> the other names were already taken apparently. Oh yeah, it was actually. Think about it. there was already an eerie PA. Yeah. Well, I suppose you're right. Yeah. Uh anyway. Yeah. There's I mean, ugh. I you guys had a lot of uh well, I mean Henry Ford and then um let's see, how what else did they mention in this single paragraph? Uh Oh, the automotive pioneers, yeah, William C. Durant, the Dodge Brothers, Packard, and Chrysler. Um, yeah, the birthplace of the unions, let's say. Uh, oh, and the Teamsters, yes. Um, let's see. Manufacturers of Packard and Hudson, and... I mean, there's a lot here. Oh, oh, That's and true. an entire section called the 1970s and Decline. Yeah. Which starts off talking about their first black mayor. So, great. Good work, guys. I don't want to talk about any of this. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know what to say. Ooh. Or Can't believe or, you made him go to go. Detroit, Sky. I didn't make him do anything, man. <laughs> I feel so betrayed. I think, uh, this, I think this would be... I think this is a solid choice still. Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to find something that I can use, but there's so few... Okay, let's see. Neighborhoods, demographics. Oh, all right. Well, I found the part. Wait, culture and contemporary life. Okay, let's see. Nicknames. 
known as the world's automotive center, Detroit is the is a met metonym. Wow, a metonym for that industry. Let's see, what does that even mean? Dang. A metonym is a figure of speech in which that a thing or concept is called not by its own name, but by the name of something associated with that meaning or concept. Okay. Okay. So sure. Detroit is a metonym for the automotive industry. Got it. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. And they mentioned Motor City and Motown. Great. That's not helping me. Doesn't Tim Allen have a movie coming out where he turns into a cat? Sure. I hope not. I think he does. I mean, he's already turned a, into a dog. What's what's stopping him, honestly? Uh, all right. Well, I mean, there's a whole section here about Motown, and that's pretty cool. Um. Oh no, geez. What? It's it's not Tim Allen. It's um. Oh, this is good. Who is I'm that? Glad. Turning oh, into a dog. It's that guy who's Call oh Kevin Spacey. Man. Yes, oh, but I think Tim Allen also has one coming out where he turns into a cat. Tim Allen, Tim Allen turns, turns into, into a cat. A cat. <laughs> Tim Allen's huge cat. Oh, what? Lost rolls of Tim Allen. The lost rolls of Tim Allen? I am uh, not seeing it. I mean, he turns into a dog. <laughs> I have a lot of wires crossing. <laughs> Tim Allen, I don't apparently. know what's happening anymore. Yeah. Apparently he has a huge cat. <laughs> so people say. Uh, okay, so here's here here you go. Uh, there's a there's a subhat here called Tim Notable Allen people. was gonna play Cat in the Hat. No, but he dropped out to save us all. <laughs> <laughs> oh he tried to at least, and then Mike Myers took over. <laughs> He dropped out of the cat in the hat saying he wants to pay full attention to the Santa Claus 2. <laughs> I couldn't do two icons, explains Alan, calming our fears about his career choice, question mark. <laughs> That's not a real thing. That can't be real. Oh, you're, you're making this up, right? No, this is that, from Was that a real quote? Globe? Yeah, he said he said he wants to pay full attention to the Santa Claus 2. No. <laughs> he says I couldn't do two icons. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, all right. I just want to point out as well that on this page, I have discovered that this is the second page running or well, second page on my run tonight, which includes the phrase de facto. So just want to point that out. This is that's what's happening with me so far tonight on this run. Uh, I want to. All right. Under notable people, they have a link. To a li- to a main article that is a list of people from Detroit. I really yes. want to click that, so I'm going to. There you go. Oh. What are you clicking on? Just list of people from list Detroit. Of people. Oh my uh. gosh, it's literally just a list of people. Yeah, I don't know if I can use this. It really is just a list of people from Detroit. Yeah. All right, not going to use that. Dang it. I don't I like it's legal, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I understand. Well, I understand. I, but it is kind of lame that it's like notable people, and it's like, yeah, just go see this. But it's not a real mm-hmm. thing. Why wouldn't they just put it on the site? Why wouldn't they just put it on this page? Mm-hmm. Uh, he went I, to, do you remember what, what no. universities Tim Allen? How do you not know which universities Tim Allen went to? <laughs> Tool Time University. No, Binford I don't know University. Why do you know? 
What, what do you know? Why do you know this about him? I'm telling you, they give you a test when you get your Michigan driver's <laughs> license. Yeah. Citizenship. <laughs> How many A's are in? <laughs> I... I'm just, I could just click on, like, they have a whole section here. Let's see, University of Michigan. Let's try that one. I'm going to click that one. Damn, help. Kung Fu Panda. Can you guys no. name the Furious no. Five? Uh, unfortunately, I can't. Tokyo Drift. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> too fast forever. <laughs> for too fast forever. For no, too no, fast no, for it's hash, hashtag too, you. Too furious. No. <laughs> okay, for yeah. real, guys. <laughs> no. No. Uh, let's see. There's the monkey. Swan man. There's the crane. <laughs> yes. There's the viper. Yes. There's the... Uh, the viper? They have two birds? Tiger and... What? Viper. Uh, mantis. Oh, Viper. I was <laughs> like, a Piper and a swan? Yes, a, a, a oh. Piper. Actually, now I want to see a Piper, a little sandpiper doing kung fu would be amazing. Mm-hmm. It probably, like, <laughs> kick stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, with his tiny legs. Uh, which, I mean, look, I, I, I study martial arts. And I, I went looking <laughs> in, into this because I was like, I'm pretty sure those aren't the, like, the animals that, that, they teach martial arts. And I found out that in Kung Fu, there's actually like dozens. Like it's not just like five. There's like 20 animals okay. that they teach, including, and I, I'm not making this up. I know I found like the deer and I actually found a picture or a video of someone teaching uh, deer style Kung Fu. And it was not what I thought it was. <laughs> there's no prancing. There was a lot of prancing, Tim. There was a oh, lot of prancing. Nice. It was it was more prancing than kung fu, as as far as I was concerned. <laughs> well, everyone's a critic. Sorry, it's kind of okay. <laughs> so, see, so you have you have crane, viper, monkey, and then what are the other two? Oh, oh, tiger and mantis. There you go. Oh, good job. Yeah, thanks. This is a thing that I should know as an adult. Of course, it is. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda is a very important movie. Is it? Yes. Why is it an important movie, Tim? Because it has a red panda in it. Um, well, that's not really a red panda. It, yeah, it Ooh. doesn't really. It doesn't look very much like a red panda. It is technically wow. one, though. I thought yeah. Tim was going to fight you on that. Wow. I mean, it looks it looks very strange. I'm not. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm not going to fight on that one. I I agree. It looks like a weird ground squirrel. That's. I'm just going to put it out there. It is. It is a. Rapino. A what? A red panda in name only. Anyway. Uh, this, is, this is a very deep subject for me. Is it because it's old that it looks like so bad? Kinda, I, suppose, I guess, but it still, it doesn't even really look like what I would imagine an old red panda to look like. I mean, it has that racist mustache. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it is oh. voiced by Dustin Hoffman. That's yeah. True. As all as most red pandas are. Yep. Well, I mean, all the ones in movies right now are <laughs> currently <laughs> in current filmmaking. All red pandas are voiced by Dustin Hoffman. Yes. So, um, Kung Fu Panda three. Oh man, Kung Fu Panda three came out this year. That's true. I have not seen it yet. 
I should. Shame. It was but okay. Anyway, uh, the series. Why are uh, you all watching Kung Fu Panda movies? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just no. I, I, Sky, I'm continuing the joke. Oh, you didn't see it. Uh, maybe. <sighs> okay. So, Kung Fu Panda is the sixth <laughs> highest highest grossing animated franchise. Is that so? Yeah. Uh, so number one is Shrek. Oh man, I'm number two is Ice us. Age. That's not true. I'm, that's uh, well, maybe maybe these aren't in order. I kind of <laughs> hope they're not. I think they're in order. That makes sense to me. Shrek was huge. Yeah, that, but was but is all this Age. huger than than Toy Story? Yeah. Well, Ice the Toy Story. There's only three movies, three big right. movies. Ice Age. Uh, there's like ten. That's true. Are you thinking of like the Land Before Time? No. Mm. I, do you know how many Ice Age movies there are? There's Why like do you know Ice this? Three or four movies. Ice Age franchise. Let's see how many there are here. There's Ice Age, Ice Age The Meltdown, Ice Age Dawn of the Dinosaurs, Ice Age Continual Sh- Drift, and Ice Age Collision Course. Holy crud. That's a lot. Yep. And they are land films. before timing it. Yeah. No, they're a ton of them. <laughs> Jeez. They just come out and kids go to see them because of the stupid little squirrel. That's true. Yep. It's a cool, it's a cool squirrel. It's a good squirrel. It's a good squirrel. Why are you trying to put down the squirrel? It's a good squirrel. You like it in that? You got to get it. Oh, you almost get it. Oh, you don't get it. Oh, he frozen until next shot. Oh, <laughs> what's happening? Don't know, but I'm. Oh, he stomp on... on it in the ground and make avalanche crack. Oh. <laughs> Mamma Mia, squirrel. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand in and just stop this. Forced. <laughs> on Toy Story. What? Toy Story. Why are you clicking on Toy Story? Yes. <laughs> of course, I'm clicking on Toy Story. Star- <laughs> Starring Tom Hanks Ooh. and uh, Mel Gibson. No. Mel Gibson, no, no. Yes. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, though. If Mel Gibson was Buzz Lightyear. Toy Story here with Mel Gibson as Buzz Lightyear and um, oh, what's his face? Uh, the guy who played Murtock. Um, oh, uh, Glover. Um, Danny Glover as yeah. as Woody. That'd be great. He's getting too old for this. I'm too too old for this kid stuff. So I can't find it on. Where's Toy Story? It's oh, you might be on the wrong. I'm on um, uh, Kung Fu Panda the franchise. Oh, I'm just on the first film. Oh, okay. wait. I see. They have individual. Uh, you know what? Sure. Yep. Yes, of course they do. Wow, there's not much here. You picked the right one, though. <laughs> so if, if oh, I gosh. had gone Billy Crystal, I would have done um, Monsters, Whoa. Inc. So it's Strike, to Toy Story. Ice Age, Toy Story, Madagascar, and Despicable Me are the top franchises. I completely believe that now. Damn, those mm-hmm. sneaky minions making yep. it on that list. Those minions, <laughs> man. Wow. Okay. Toy Story. Toy Story um, it is. Toy Story franchise. So University, Univers- University of Michigan. Hey, it's the University of Michigan. It's I want, This page is really big. Weird. <laughs> Sky, I'm not talking to you right now. Right it's now, a this really is, big page. This is, this is just a podcast with Tim and I currently. Uh, I'm just going to tell you, Tim, I'm going to tell you a little about the, uh, about the University of Michigan, which is frequently referred to simply as Michigan. It's a public research. It gets really confusing when you live in Michigan, too. <laughs> I bet. Uh, it was. It's a public research university in Ann Arbor, Michigan, in the United States, which is specified here. Uh, 
founded in 1817 in Detroit as, as what? As, I really don't feel safe pronouncing this. Catholipistimad? Catholipistimad. Are you trying to curse us? I think so. Or the University of Michigania, which is also on this page. Uh, 20 years before the Michigan Territory became a state. Wow. Uh, I would like to point out really the only notable thing that I want to mention at this particular moment is that the university of the university moved to Ann Arbor in 1837 onto 40 acres uh, or 16 hectares of what is now known as Central Campus. They abbreviate hectares as uh, HA, which, yeah, that's the standard abbreviation for it. But it always looks like it's saying something like 16 ha. Oh, what? <laughs> and I, I love that whenever I whenever I chance to come across something that actually uses hectares, which happens more often than you might think. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so uh, yeah, it's a university that was established in 1817 as the Catholicistimad. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it's a it's a university, you guys. It is. It's not the right one. No, no, no. it's not, Sky. So yep. rather than try to do something with this, <laughs> uh, let's see. <clears throat> oh, uh, wow. Uh, here's a bit here. In the 1960 presidential campaign, U- U.S. Senator John F. Kennedy kiddingly referred to him as himself as a graduate of the Michigan of the East, Harvard University, uh, in a speech proposing the formation of the Peace Corps. That's pretty funny. Or, I mean, it would be for that crowd, I bet. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was a real knee slapper for that crowd. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to call an audible audible here and just go back a page because I'm not going to get there. And, uh, Oh, wait, hold on. Let's see if there's something else weird on this page that I can click because I think Tim's going to get there in one more click. I think he's kind of gotten in the bag. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Let's see. Um, what can I click that's very weird? Ah, man, there's not a lot of options. This all looks kind of boring, which as an Ohioan, I'm allowed to say. Yep. Um, let's see. What did they have here? Uh... Oh, yeah, not doing that one. Um, Television director Mark Sandrowski is also a Michigan graduate. I missed that one. Where's where's that at? Big Bang Theory, man. Oh, (laughs) hold on. Let's uh, let's click. Oh, you know what? I'm going to click on the school's fight song. The victors. Just doing it. Let's go. Victors. Okay. Whoa, wait, what? What? Hold on a second. Before the Victors was officially the university's fight song, the song, There Will Be a Hot Time in the Old Town Tonight was the school song. Nope, clicking that. Why is that linked? That's linked, and I'm clicking it. Wiki slash hashtag there percent sign two seven (laughs) one I be a hot time in the old town tonight. Yep, doing that one. Let's go. It's a ragtime song. Okay. It's amazing. Toy Story, Tim. Toy Story. Pretty much the highest rated trilogy of all time. Wow. 
Yeah. I, I mean, uh, on it's Rotten really Tomatoes, good. Toy Stories 1 and 2 have a 100% rating. What? And Toy Story 3 has a 99%. Who was that guy? Who was the jerk? <laughs> I think that's just the changing times. Like the that's internet right. had hold of our hearts well, by then. Here's mm. here's another thing with changing times. So first Toy Story yeah. had a worldwide box office gross of 361 Point nine, so basically $362 million. Yep. Toy Story 2 had a box office gross of $485 million. Uh-huh. How well do you think Toy Story 3 did? Uh, 500 Yeah, a I mean... A billion I mean, dollars. Wow. Wow. Oh, it was yeah. 11 years after Toy Story. Okay. 11 years, but yeah. it also goes to show how prominent... Um, other territories are becoming in uh, making profit for Hollywood. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because Toy Story, the first one, made $170 million overseas. Toy Story 2 made $239 million. Toy Story 3 made $648 million overseas. Wow. Wow. Yep. That's crazy. Compared to $415 million in North America, which is still almost double that of Toy Story 2, but... That, yeah, astounding. That overseas number is insane. So when Toy Story 3 came out, it became the highest grossing animated movie of all time. Uh, it surpassed Shrek 2. And then it got beat by another animated film in 2014. Which one do you think was that? In 2014? Yep. Was that the Despicable Me? No. People? I feel like How there's an ice the age. Yeah, there's nope. an ice age in there somewhere. Nope, it's Wait, not so. a franchise, at least not oh. yet. Oh, what? And it's animated, right? Oh, yes. Wally? Uh, nope. Um, You're going to kick yourselves. <laughs> I don't know. Frozen. Oh, oh right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I because can see. Because every. It. every Every girl age 10 and younger saw it five times. Oh, mm-hmm. and their families. The and everyone family. else saw it too. Yep. So Toy Story 2 uh, was originally going to be released on video. Like direct-to-video? Wow. Yes. Uh, Toy Story 2 was not originally intended for release in theaters, but as a direct-to-video sequel to the original Toy Story with a 60-minute running time, However, Disney's executives saw how impressive the in-work imagery for the sequel was, and due to the pressure from the main character's voice actors, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen, they decided to convert Toy Story 2 into a theatrical film. And it's a good thing they did. Yeah. Because it gave them even more money than Toy Story 1. (laughs) It's going to be a no-brainer for them. Yep. Yeah. So, of course, um, Tim Allen is here, and he is linked. He's here, and he's He's here. Whoa. Tim Allen is here. <laughs> if you live in Michigan, <clears throat> you hear a knock on your door late at night. Don't answer it. <laughs> it might be Tim Allen. Oh wow! <clears throat> All right, let's talk about there'll be a hot time in the old town tonight. So it's an American ragtime song composed in 1896 by Theodore August Metz, with lyrics by Joel Hayden. I did not know that there were actual lyrics to the song. Um, <clears throat> Metz was the band leader of the McIntyre and Health 
health heath minstrels apparently so uh i don't know if i want to go into this but the history one history sorry of the song reports and this is cited <clears throat> while on tour with the mcintyre and heath minstrels their train arrived at a place called old town in quotes literally old town from their train window mets could see a group of children starting a fire near the tracks <clears throat> wow i'm gonna put a put a excerpt of the song in here right now There it is. Yep. I didn't happened. hear anything. Uh, that's Tim. <laughs> I gotta do it again now, Tim. Jeez. Okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, interestingly, here, like this is that that story is on level with the uh, Mad Libs Hollandaise sauce story. Like, you just happen to be in a place where someone used a phrase, and they're like, "That phrase is exactly the phrase I was looking for." Um. So yeah. Here's the weird thing about this. Uh, it, I mean, okay. It's been a favorite of the military since about the 20th, start of the 20th century, which is not what I expected. The tune became popular in the military after it was used by, as a theme by Roosevelt, uh, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt's Rough Riders. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the University of Wisconsin um, uses this as one of their themes. It gets played regularly at their sporting events. Um, and it used to be Michigan's school song. It's currently the chorus, or the cor- the chorus of the song is currently uh, the finale of the Warhammer of the Texas A&M University. Uh, Eastern Illinois Uni- University uses this in their with their fight song. Look, it's just in a lot of places, right? Um, one thing that I would like to note, interestingly, is that it gets it almost has a weird reference in. Two of the Batman films? What? So the Joker sings this title sings the title line from the song in a scene where he uses his joy buzzer to electrocute the uh, character Antoine Rotelli in the nineteen eighty nine film Batman. And then in the second movie, Catwoman directly refers to the song title as Selena Kyle while asking Bruce Wayne if he attends if he plans to attend the tree lighting ceremony in the nineteen ninety two film Batman Returns. Weird. So. I wonder if Tim Burton was trying to do like a really subtle, like, let's mention this song in every movie that, because, I mean, the third movie wasn't him, right? Am I remembering this I right? I don't think so. Nah, oh, man, so. I wonder if it's mentioned elsewhere now. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's that's it. Uh, I would read the lyrics but they are in dialect and it's uh it's not great let's say <laughs> um just know that every verse ends in there'll be a hot time in the old town tonight good do you want to click anything on here like the hoot the hooter oh, no. volunteer oh, oh, sorry. fire department band yeah. oh my gosh yes please where's that i missed that oh yeah, yeah yeah 
Uh, it was apparently also used on the or in the show uh, Green Acres and on Petticoat Junction. Sure, why sure. not? Click in Hooterville Volunteer Fire Department Band to see if that gets me closer to Tim Crazy. Allen. All right, we're at Tim Allen. Oh look, he was one, he was in the show. Oh really? Oh. No. <laughs> okay. Good job, Tim. Way to get to Tim Allen. Thank you. Tim's no Tim. Yeah. <laughs> the the link between Tim's is just or the Venn diagram of Tim's is just a, a circle. So um yeah, tell us about Tim Allen. So just as a sort of a picture of how popular Tim Allen was in the 90s. In Ooh. November 1994, Tim Allen simultaneously starred in the highest grossing film, The Santa Claus. Topped the New York Times bestseller list with his book "Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man," and appeared. That's not true. <laughs> yep, and appeared in the top-rated television series Home Improvement within the span of one week. Uh, he wow. was paid 1.25 million per episode of Home Improvement. That's insane. Mm-hmm. He of course uh, voiced Buzz Lightyear. He starred in Galaxy Quest, which is a cult favorite. Yeah, he narrates the Pure movie. Michigan television and radio commercials, was also the voice of the Chevy Cruze for a while, and the voice of the Campbell Soup, It's Amazing What Soup Can Do campaign. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah, I remember that. Jeez. And in 1978, he was arrested in the Kalamazoo Battle Creek International Airport for possession of about 1.5 pounds of cocaine. Hmm. That's sure. before his career, though. Is that yes. so? Yeah, you can actually see yeah. his uh, his mugshot. He's traveling around Reddit. Oh, is it, for a while. is it on here? I don't know if oh, it was on well, here, sure. but yeah, you can. Nah, it's it. not on here. And he looks like just you know, it's like him, but with with hair, like a lot of hair. But with yeah, with with what hair you would be, what hair you would have, and if something like that happened, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh man, there's a lot of movies here. Yep, he doesn't do a whole lot movie wise nowadays, though it seems. I mean, that's probably fortunate. He narrated the documentary Chimpanzee in 2012. Okay. There is some movie called The Penguin King that he's the narrator for. The Penguin King and Adventures of the Penguin King. That's actually the third season of True Detective. <laughs> oh, it's another It's another documentary. Follows the <laughs> life of a male king penguin on South Georgia. Wow. Nice. Wow. Exciting. <laughs> oh man okay well it's a uk movie is... too oh he so in the uk it's it's narrated of course by david attenborough that makes in the sense. u.s they, they got tim allen to do it huh oh that's that sounds like a diss to the u.s <laughs> like what david i mean why would we not just have david attenborough that that i mean he is the voice of nature like that that is it but instead here we have tim allen yeah huh okay cool there we go sirs there it is another one yeah. on the books i mean <laughs> i mean it is it's it's just tim allen yep just this is like pure michigan just tim allen <laughs> <laughs> pure allen that, that's actually the rest of the tagline too <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, yeah, and this is just so... All right. Despite his admitted limited acting range, in parentheses, 
he once told a magazine that his range as an actor is strictly limited. I can only play a part if I can draw on personal experience, and that can go dry pretty quickly. Like, end quote. Like my personal experience like, being as Santa as, or a plastic <laughs> space toy or a dog. Yeah, or a dog. <laughs> or Santa Claus. Yeah, Kyle got that. Oh one. my gosh. That's just terrifying. Anyway. Oh, man. All right. Well, thanks for going on this little jaunt with me, guys. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> what an enjoyable time. To, uh, yeah, Sky, I'm never forgiving you to make uh, for making me go to uh, Michigan. To, to Detroit. <laughs> Ouch. Right. I did not make you. I suggested it. I thought it was a good plan. <laughs> Where were you going to go? Construction? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. To home improvement. black hole. <laughs> <laughs> saved you blessed you out um, you're right how was I so blind thank you Scott <laughs> oh man there's dump trucks on the construction page yeah see <laughs> dang this could have been this could have been fun how about I, how about I start the next one on on construction for you Kyle thank you Tim I oh, appreciate nice. it construction be to Don Rickles Okay. <laughs> to Mel Gibson. <laughs> to Mel Gibson. <laughs> Mel Gibson, yeah. Kevin Spacey, and Tim Allen are just the same person. I Basically, yeah. yeah. Um, if you want to find more episodes that we should know better, you should know where those are by now. This is episode 52. Uh, but you can go to blogspot thing. <laughs> wskbcast.blogspot.com. Good, good That's try. That's where we yeah. are. You just search for us on like you like iTunes and stuff. You, yeah. We're on U- YouTube as well. And on Facebook. We don't That's do true. too much and on the social medias these days. We, we should. should do more. But uh we also have jobs, which makes it tough. <laughs> That's accurate. Um, but yeah, you can go see us. That'd be fun. Oh no. I forgot that Tim Allen was in the uh Dave Barry novel that, that what became like a movie. He, oh Big, Big Trouble. Trouble. Yes. Yeah. I I oh, forgot but, that, that I mean, was a movie. And there were reasons I forgot yeah. that it was a movie. Yeah, it's not a it's not a big yes. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> Let me check something here. Let me pull oh. up my podcast app and search for We Should Know Better. Okay. What are we doing? We should. You could do that. I mean, you're allowed to do that. No one's going to stop see. you. Let's see. 18 reviews. What? Yep. Wow. Uh, That's great. Yeah, a rating great. of 2.3. We need more though. It's okay, says reviewers. It, that's pretty much what it is. Most of I'll these take are from it. 2015. We need to get a 2016 in here. Ooh, yeah. Yep, Come on, the guys. Last one was from Armored Frog. We need more. Aw. Yeah, we want more reviews. That'd be really cool. Yep. Or, or please oh, suggest man. to your friends to review us. Armored Frogs was the only one we got this year. Wait, what day is it? <gasps> it's 2016. June Sky- 5th. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh my what? god! What Our happened? 17th what review doing? was June 5th, 2015. Oh wow. We gotta have another wow, year celebration. <laughs> for, the, um, <laughs> for this review from Torgo823. <laughs> Torgo? Yeah, Torgo. Read it. Read it. Uh, read it out. Great idea. Great concept, period. Join these guys right. on a wiki adventure and learn new and weird things. That's pretty accurate. Oh man, we should do our right. show like that. Yeah, we should like we should like be informative and funny. 
What? No. This is just stick to nope. this. Stick to going to Detroit and to Malin. <laughs> uh, I apologize, you guys. I'm so sorry to taking <laughs> you there. It's okay. We made we made what we could. How annoying out of it. his like son was in the Santa Claus movies. Gosh, he was uh, Charlie. Charlie, yeah. He was okay. No, he was real annoying. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. Snard, like, his put up with dad him. didn't really care that much about him because he had to be Santa Claus. Yeah, Smash. and then he had like the like the stepdad. Were they married or just the, his mom's boyfriend? I think they it got was, married. Uh, all that He's I like remember, a good guy, but everyone hated him because he didn't have. Because he was kind of he was kind of like a jerk unbeliever because he never got a weenie whistle. Right. Yeah. And then he did. Uh, and I. Well, the the mental connection that I have with him there is that he was in Arrested Development as Judge or Judge Reinhold. Oh yes, he was. And, and he had that magazine uh, ad that you know, as you open the magazine, it said, "I'm Judge Reinhold," and that was yes. the that was the bit that they played with. So good. <laughs> oh, I gotta rewatch those. Yeah, it's good times. All right, guys, that's been fun. We'll see you in a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. All right. All right. And 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 we didn't actually learn anything though, and I I feel like we should have had like some kind of like soft keyboard playing in the background, like like it was like it is home improvement, and you know the moment where we all come together to hug as a family. Is that was that also on home home improvement? I guess it was. Yes. I might maybe I'm thinking of Full House. Maybe. Either way. All right. Well, I got my fence fixed. Okay. So we're good there. Okay. Maybe. Well, uh, all right. We'll meet back there for to talk about uh, uh, neighborly advice. Sure. Sounds good. All right, Mr. see you guys. Feeney. See ya. All right, bye. Um. Okay, but uh, either way, just as a other background note, Stephen is currently playing Twilight Princess right okay. now. And and he is at the climax of the game. Oh man, Ganon, uh, Ganondorf is literally like huge on the screen right now. Dang, uh, it's it's so great. So um, so if you hear any loud exclamations, that's what it, that is. <laughs> it's Steven trying to uh, steer a horse while fighting <laughs> Ganondorf. Gotcha. That does sound rather loud. He he just made a face at me. Of course, he forgot. Yep. He, he forgot he had to do that part. Yeah, he, ha- he hates that horse so much. <laughs>